But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord... Dot, dot, dot. Stay tuned. Welcome to Holistic, a podcast where we learn about Jesus from head to toe. We know that he is with us, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So that is a scripture, part of a scripture that's found in Jude. And Jude is a pretty small book. I believe it's only, let me look at it, 25 verses. Yeah. And so I just read verse 5. And so I'll read the rest of it. So it says, But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And so I am doing a Bible study in the book of Jude, which I've never done. I've read through Jude, but I think just kind of read through it fast. So it's kind of neat to slow down and read it. And there's a lot we're learning in this Bible study. But one of the things that I was thinking about today, doing this Bible study and reading that passage there, but I want to remind you. And so Jude talks about something that happened to the Israelites And he gives many examples. He goes on to give more examples. And we can read about these things in the Bible. And so it got me thinking, he's talking about remembering how important that is that we remember what happened as a reminder not to do those things or maybe to do some things in our walk with the Lord. And so it got me thinking, we have to remember and we also have to read the Bible so we know these stories, right? Judah's reminding us with these examples, and it is a reminder, it was for me, that, hey, we need to be reading the Bible and understanding what God wants to show us. You know, I love the word. I say often on here that it's important we read it and that the Bible is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword is what scripture said. And it does so many things. And so I think it's important that we remember that the Bible, it's a whole story, right? From Genesis to Revelation, there's 66 books in the Bible. And I've talked about the Bible many times on this podcast, but I want to stop here to say, hey, I am not a Bible scholar. (laughs) And so I don't want to sit here and pretend and act like I understand everything in the Bible because I don't. There's many parts I'm like, what? I don't get this, Lord. Or what? That seemed a little harsh, Lord. Or what? That didn't make sense. Or really? This isn't here? Or I don't understand. You know, but that's me. Like, I'm a human, right? When we read the Bible, we're not going to necessarily understand everything about it. There's this mystery to the Bible. And there's a mystery sometimes with God. But obviously, we're not God. We're not all-knowing. We're not sovereign. We don't um, get everything God does. And so I heard somebody say this, and I agree. It's like they know enough of God and enough of the Bible to know that he's good and to know that they can trust him. So let's say I know, I I don't know, (laughs) I understand 50% of the Bible. I I can't even give a number. (laughs) There's 50% I don't understand or know. But that doesn't keep me from worshiping the Lord and believing that he's good. 
And so this is a podcast to remind you as it's reminding me that we need to read the Bible. We have to know the Bible. It's a a wonderful blessing that we have. Just a book. You know, I have mine right in front of me. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of this big Bible. But it's a blessing. You know, we can learn so much. And I think it's important to remember, I heard someone say this also years ago, that if we think of the Bible as God um, speaking through people that wrote it, wrote letters, and, and it was poetic in some parts, that we um, can imagine him with a smile, that there was a reason everything is in here. And I, I know some would say, oh, there's, you know, it's been translated, and we can't trust it, and there's things taken out and added. But I'm going to say this, I believe there's enough here. God is so powerful. There's enough in here. This, it still remains. He still speaks through his word. And I know because he's done it for me time and time again, and he's done it for countless other people. I've heard so many stories, awesome stories of what the Bible, the word, these words have done for people, encouraged them and reminded them and showed them and convicted them, changed them. That's what it does. But remember, God has a plan and a purpose And so every part has a purpose and a meaning, even if we don't understand it all, but that's where we can pray. And I love that he'll just remind us of things from the Bible, but we have to know it. We have to sit. And I, you know, I've said my memory's not great. I can't always remember. Sometimes I I feel like I remember part of the verse and then I can't remember the other part and I can't remember where was that found again. So, you know, we can get frustrated, but we shouldn't give up because God tells us he wants us to read, to hide it in our heart. But it is a book of love. It really is. Even if some parts seem harsh, like, whoa, God, you just opened up the earth and, you know, killed some people or this. Oh my gosh, there's so much in here. This doesn't sound like a book of love. But God has a purpose. God has a plan. He sees the big picture. He knows how we're made. He sees things that we don't see, that we can't imagine. He can do more than we ask or imagine. So it reminds us and shows us so many things. It's a guide. There's a scripture that says it's a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. So it's showing us things. It's guiding us. It's leading us to truth. And it helps us not sin. When we hide it in our heart, how do we hide it in our heart? We learn it. We remember it. And it's amazing how it'll just come up sometimes. You know, I remember, and I've probably shared it before. One time I was in the doctor's office and I was just feeling really nervous how you can feel sometimes being in the doctor's office. And I think I had to have a shot and I didn't want to have it. And I just remember like, oh, feeling nervous and anxious And just like trying to switch my focus, right? Like, okay, wait a minute here. (laughs) I know where to turn and thinking about the Lord. And he brought to mind a a verse, you know, trust in me and I'm here. And I actually can't remember the verse right now. I was going to say it was the trust in me with all your heart. But no, I think it was God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in times of trouble. I could be wrong. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. I can't always remember, but I have a memory. I'm remembering God brought this verse to my heart and what it did was remind me of who God is and remind me that's right. God is with me and I don't have to fear this. I don't, you say, don't be anxious for anything. So this is something that I don't have to be anxious for, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, 
I present my request to God. And that peace, which passes all understanding, it'll be with me. It'll guard my, my heart in Christ Jesus. It'll, it'll guard my heart. And so remembering that changed my circumstance, changed my mind. Actually, I shouldn't say my circumstance. It changed my mind, right? My thinking in the situation. And that's how it is so often that maybe our circumstance isn't changing our situation. But what's changing is us in it because of God and because of his word, because it's alive and active. And so, yeah, it keeps us on the right path. It keeps us from sinning. It keeps us from doing the wrong thing when we're, we're reading it constantly. And then we have the spirit in us. And so when we do things that are sinful, we're like, wait a minute, this doesn't line up with what scripture says. And so we're remembering these verses and things that we've read. And so it's keeping us from possibly doing something God wouldn't want us to do, something ungodly. And scripture is useful for teaching and rebuking and correcting and training us. So essentially, we're getting equipped. We're getting equipped for the fight, the fight against the enemy, which I've talked about recently, especially, is that we're not fighting just against each other, flesh and blood, but there's a spiritual battle in heavenly places. And so, yes, there's a devil and there's demons, and they are here to mess things up. But when we read the Bible, we're equipped to fight and to remember who Jesus is, that he is our help, that he is our strength, that he's already won the battle. And so we're reminded of that. So we're equipped for that fight, and we're equipped for this life. You know, life is hard. And so the Bible encourages us and strengthens us. The Bible says, be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified. Don't be discouraged because God is with you wherever you go. When we read a verse like that and we're feeling afraid, we can go, okay, wait a minute. That's right. I can think on what does the word say? It tells me I don't need to be afraid, but I have the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That's right. And so once again, our mind begins to focus on the truth of God and what his word says. So we're reminded of truth. You know, I love that verse. God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Because it reminds me, it's a reminder for us of the truth. And even like I've said, that yeah, if there's a a spirit of fear, that it's not coming from the Lord. It reminds us about our fight, not to be afraid, but to keep fighting. And to turn to the word. You know, the the word isn't our only weapon, right? We have prayer and we have worship and community. And there's many things that we can do as a believer. But the word is one of those weapons that we have to fight the enemy, to fight our mind. And I've talked about that a lot lately. The battle of the mind. How so often it's in the mind. And we have to fight that. And the word is there for us. And you know what? Ultimately, the Bible, all these wonderful passages, chapters, and books that we can read, they lead us to Jesus Christ. It really is all about Jesus from beginning to end. 
we're reminded that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. He would die a sinner's death, but, but rise again. And he is no longer dead. He is not in the grave. Thank God. He is in heaven. He's at the right hand of the throne of the Father. Jesus Christ came for us. He set us free from our sin and from the wrath of God. We don't have to spend eternity in hell when we put our faith and our hope in Jesus Christ. We're set free from that. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We have freedom in Jesus Christ. We're set free from death. We have eternal life in Jesus Christ. And it doesn't mean that life will never be hard. You know, I think it's easy to give up. You know, we can have a bad day and think, oh, you know, maybe, maybe you've been walking with the Lord and, and you're like, okay, it's going pretty good. And then something happens, right? A bad day or a bad season even. Maybe it's been a long time and, and we get discouraged and we're like, oh, you know, we can almost think like a bad day or a bad time equals bad Jesus or bad God. Like he just doesn't care for us, right? But that's not true. You know, we're in a fallen world. When you read the Bible, we see that, that Adam and Eve in the beginning, start in the beginning in Genesis, they sinned. And so it set everything in motion. And I know you can hear that maybe and think, well, why did God allow that to happen? Well, he has a plan. He has a purpose. And I love that he gives us a choice. You know, he gives us a choice. Do we choose him or do we choose other things? Do we choose things in the world or are we going to choose him? You know, we can turn to so many things. And oftentimes we do mess up and we sin. But we get up and we look up. So what I want to say to you, get up. Don't give up. Don't stop. Don't quit. If you've messed up, you're having a hard time. Maybe you were okay for a while. Now it seems bad and you're kind of up and down. I know that feeling. You know, I was just feeling that way again today. I was like, ah, you know, sometimes you can get discouraged. Like we can't, it's, it's like we can't get lazy. That's what I keep realizing, especially lately. We've got to keep coming to the Lord. It's not a one and done thing. It really isn't. Like we have to keep, for me, you know, I'm somebody, I overthink things. Maybe you are too. And so it's a battle. I have to really be aware in my mind. Wait a minute, how am I thinking? Because if I don't, I'll quickly start to feel anxious and worried and have that fear because my focus isn't right. So I've got to keep thinking, wait a minute, that's not right. Take every thought captive. I get up and I look up. I look to Jesus and I remember who he is. And so I want to say that to you. Don't get lazy. Don't go, you know, if you're some of you're a Christian, and I'm speaking to you now, don't get lazy. Don't think you can't, you don't have to read your Bible. You're good for a while. I don't have to go to church. I don't need to be with other Christians. I can just do what I want. What's okay? I'm just kind of doing this a little bit, but you know, I'll come to church eventually or I'll change. I've got time. We don't know how much time we have. And we can be a witness to other people. And so I'm, I was speaking to the Christian people there. 
read your Bible. And maybe you're somebody, you're not saved yet. You wouldn't call yourself a Christian, but somehow you're listening to this podcast. And so I would say to you today that Jesus came to set us free. And if you don't know Jesus, now is the time. Start today trusting in Jesus. If you feel that on your heart, that call, it's because Jesus is talking to you. He's he's putting that on your heart and your mind. And he's saying today is the day for you to come to me. Today is the day. Jesus is calling. He's calling you. No matter what you've done, nothing you've done is, is too big for Jesus that he can't forgive you right where you are. Maybe you've had a really a hard life. And you might say to me or to somebody else, you don't know what I've been through and you don't know what I've done. But guess what Jesus does? But that doesn't mean he doesn't care for you or love you. It's an amazing thing that he knows more about you than anyone but loves you the most and is waiting for you. You are here for a reason and you have breath in your lungs. And so I pray that you use that breath to say, Jesus, I need you. I can't do it anymore by myself. I can't turn to other things, other addictions, other people anymore. I can't turn to sex. I can't turn to this. It's it's not enough. It's it's not fulfilling. I'm lost. Maybe you feel really lost today. In Jesus Christ, you can be found and your life will be different. Jesus can save you and set you free from things that maybe have kept you in chains for years. Come to Jesus today. He's calling. And if you already know Jesus, I want to say again, get up and look up and look to the scripture, the word. We've got to know it. We've got to remember, remember Jesus, remember the stories, look to the past. What are they telling us? Why are they in there? And pray that the Lord would help you as you're reading the scriptures to open your eyes and your ears to anything he would want you to see or hear. And don't give up, even if it seems hard, even if you don't understand it all. There's so many different versions. You'll find one that works for you. And God will reveal himself. That's the beautiful thing I love about the Lord is he does meet us in a very personal way. I think about... um, Often how my sister had said that when she shared her testimony on one of my podcasts and said, you know, that's what Jesus does. He comes and he meets us in a personal way. You know, he knows us. He knows how we're made. He knows how we're, um, yeah, just made from head to toe. And so he will reveal himself. If you're questioning today, is God real? God, are you there? Ask that of him. Would you reveal yourself to me? And I know he will. You know why I know that? Because he's a God of love. And so remember that today. Remember the goodness of the Lord, that he is worthy. He is so worthy of all of our praise. The Lord is faithful. His word is faithful and true. Jesus is in the word. And in fact, while I'm talking to you, I want to end (laughs) 
with the word, right? How else can we end this podcast about the word of God? I am going to read a psalm. You know, I read those often because they are awesome. <laughs> so let's see. I didn't pick one ahead of time. Let's see, Lord, what psalm should I read? <laughs> There's so many. There's so many. Um, let's see. How about we read Psalm 8, the glory of the Lord in creation. And this is a psalm of David, who often praised the Lord, worshipped the Lord, called out when he was in trouble, and to thank the Lord. And that's where we have to be so often, as we're calling out to the Lord, and we're thankful, we're grateful, and we're calling out when we're troubled, when we're distressed, and we don't know what to do. We're calling out when it's good and bad. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants. You have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. And even into Psalm 9, a prayer and thanksgiving. I will praise you, Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. And I'll stop there for now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your marvelous works. Lord, let us be glad and rejoice in you to sing praises to you because you are most high. And I thank you for that. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy and your grace. And I pray for everyone listening that they would know that they are loved by you. No matter what situation they find themselves in, wherever they are, whatever is going on, maybe it's a good time for them. Maybe it's a bad time. You alone know, Jesus, who's listening and what's going on in their life. But Lord, wherever they are, I just pray that you would give them a healing touch and reveal yourself to them, Lord, and speak to them through your word, Lord. I pray they would take the time and pick up the word of God. That you would, like you do, be so faithful and speaking to your children, Lord. And I pray for anyone that doesn't know you, Lord, that they would come to you. And they would know, Jesus, they're not alone. That you love them. And I thank you, Jesus, that you are peace. Your peace in this fallen and at times crazy world. Thank you. You say you leave us peace. And we don't have to be afraid because you've given us that peace. But help us, Lord, to remember. Help us to remember 
the things that you've shown us, the things that you are showing us now. Help us to be looking to you, to fix our eyes on you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's not about us. But help us, Lord, to be listening and to do the things that you've called us to do or that you're calling us to do now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for all the ways that you guide us and all the things you show us in your word, all the ways you encourage us. We don't deserve it, but you love us so much that you do that time and time and time again. You've done it before, you're doing it now, and you will continue to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word, and thank you for you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And I thank you to anyone who listened May you remember who God is. Maybe you've known him and you've walked away. Maybe you don't know him. I pray you would come to know him. And maybe you're somebody you've known the Lord a long time. Or for quite a few years now. And I just pray you would just get to know him better. And you would take that time. That you would get up. Pick yourself up if you've been down. And look to Jesus. Help him pick you up. Don't do it alone. Don't do it in your own strength, but let him help you. God is with you. Take care. God bless you.